WNYC Studios is supported by Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latte from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Good evening, and welcome to NYC Now. I'm Janae Pierre for WNYC. We begin in New Jersey, where staffing agencies are trying to overturn a law that gives temporary workers better protections and pay. Governor Phil Murphy signed the bill into law this year. But WNYC's Karen Yee says the agencies are now challenging it in court to stop its full implementation. Under the law, staffing agencies have to pay temp workers the same rates and benefits that permanent workers employed at third-party sites receive. Staffing agencies also can't make these unitemized paycheck deductions for meals or transportation, which often leave workers with below minimum wage pay. Labor advocates have complained of unsafe conditions and what amounts to less than minimum wage pay for temporary workers who largely provide warehouse labor in the state. Officials in Suffolk County are pursuing legal action to stop any migrants from arriving from New York City. Kevin McCaffrey is the presiding officer of the Suffolk County Legislature. He says New York City officials have been contacting Long Island hotel owners to ask whether they have space to house migrants. New York City made a conscious decision to call itself a sanctuary city. Suffolk County did not. Thousands of people seeking asylum in the U.S. have been coming to the city every week. Mayor Eric Adams has asked the federal government for more help, saying New York City is bearing the brunt of a, quote, national problem. Stay close. We'll hear from some new New Yorkers seeking asylum in the city. That's after the break. I'm Terrence McKnight. Join me for a new season of the podcast where people tell stories about the classical music that shaped their lives. I'm Tom Hiddleston. My name is Natalie Joachet. I'm Marin Alsop, and you're listening to The Open Ears Project. You're going to meet some incredible people, and maybe, like them, fall in love with a piece of music. The Open Ears Project. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Hundreds of migrants continue to arrive in New York City every day. As discussions about how the city should handle the situation reach a fever pitch, WNYC's Catalina Gonella set out to get a better sense of what people arriving here are going through. I met Ana Arieta two days after her arrival in New York City. She was standing outside a Manhattan nonprofit that gives out free clothes to migrants. It was so busy that day that she and her family were turned away, but they were still in good spirits, mostly relieved to have reached the city. No sé cómo explicarte. Es una sensación de paz, como de alivio, de gracias a Dios, porque después de la tempestad, como que ya está empezando a llegar la calma. Originally from Colombia, Arieta endured a dangerous journey through Mexico with her partner Gino Cifuentes and their four-year-old son. 
For now, the city is housing them at a hotel. Walking through Times Square, Cifuentes said he understands the sentiment behind New York's iconic catchphrase. The couple says they hope to find work of any kind and legally, and to sprout roots in the city. 35-year-old Ricardo Mafla has been living in the city for almost three weeks. I met him outside a Queens Public Library branch. He's also looking for work so he can send money to his family back home. Mafla was at the library for a free clinic held by the New York Immigration Coalition. Demand for legal services has outpaced resources available in the city. Mafla was grateful for the opportunity to speak to an attorney about his case. He says he escaped gang violence in Colombia and is trying to seek asylum here. The first word he learned to say in English was welcome, and he says he's feeling that here. Finding work was a through line in all my conversations with newly arrived migrants. Both city and state officials, from members of Congress to the mayor and governor, have been pleading with Washington to expedite work permits. Back in Manhattan, Cesar Augusto Abril says he still hasn't received his work permit. He's from Venezuela and has been in the city for five months. Him and his family are staying at the Watson Hotel in Hell's Kitchen. It's one of the many hotels where the city is housing migrant families. Abril told me he's been able to make some money delivering food. Bien cómodo, sí, porque todo depende de uno, pues. And he's not alone. The bike racks in front of the Watson Hotel are brimming with e-bikes. Many dads staying there have also turned to food delivery to make ends meet. As far as picking up English, Abril says so far he's learned to say a number of pleasantries. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Patricia Guachambosa is also staying at the Watson Hotel. She arrived here from Ecuador about a month ago. Guachambosa says navigating the city and finding work has been much more difficult than she expected, especially without speaking English. Sí, pero la verdad es tan duro, tan duro encontrar un trabajo, una que no sabemos hablar inglés es el problema más grande. But she says she's working on it. Good morning. Good morning. So far, she's relied on the goodwill of strangers to get around. She says she looks forward to one day cooking rice in a home of her own. For Omar Isaya, home is currently a hotel not far from the Watson, where the city is housing single migrant men. Isaya first entered the U.S. after leaving Venezuela two years ago, but he came to New York just six months ago. Since first getting here, Isaiah says he cycled through a number of living situations as the city shuffled him around from shelter to shelter. He still remembers the first phrase he learned in English during that time. I want to take a shower. <laughs> Unlike some of the latest arrivals, Isaiah has work authorization. It's the highly coveted documentation that other asylum seekers and migrants are hoping to get that allows them to work on the books. Isaiah's first job in the city was as a dishwasher. Now he's taking a home health aid course at a professional development school in Manhattan. He hopes to get a job and save up enough money to leave the shelter system and provide for his family. Vivir, eso es lo único que queremos todos los venezolanos que estamos acá, vivir y buscar un poco más la independencia. Independencia, or independence. 
That was another common thread that came up in these conversations. Migrants said they didn't want to be a carga al Estado, a burden to the state, for too long. That's WNYC reporter Catalina Gonella. Thanks for listening to NYC Now from WNYC. Catch us every weekday, three times a day. We'll be back tomorrow.